happy Easter, if it's Easter, when you're watching this. If it's not, then happy Easter the next time it's Easter. Set this in your calendar to watch it during Easter. I wanted to talk to you about prayer. I love talking about prayer. I'd always, I'm always going to just keep going back to prayer eventually. Yeats said every poet only has one poem, really. <laughs> if I was a poet, every poem would be about prayer. <laughs> so I'm talking to you about prayer. Okay, what am I talking to you? Previously, in another video, in another video, I talked about praying with scripture. It's like, can God speak into my life through the scriptures? And gave some three little pointers uh, for that. And it was uh, when you read a little bit of scripture and want to pray it, you want to begin by looking, okay, what was the then meaning? And then try and find what's the timeless principle or the wisdom that I can draw from it. And then what's the now application? How does this apply right now to my life? But I want to take the next step and to give you some tools to what you do with that though. Because to be honest, those three things, they're sort of like conversation starters. So you just got a sense of what it is through this bit of scripture, God wants to say to me. Uh, and then uh, you could talk to him about that, but how, how do you talk to him? Uh, sometimes that can actually be hard, right? You, you get a sense of, he's saying, you know, uh, do not judge and you will not be judged. Okay, so stop being so judgmental, Columba. And I could talk to him about that. Well, yeah, that's right. I, I am kind of judgmental sometimes. And there was that time uh, I was judgmental. Sorry about that. But it helped me. Amen. That's a really short prayer time. <laughs> Is there some other things we can do there to, to flesh this out a bit and um, fill up our whatever half hour, whatever prayer, prayer length time you do? I would still recommend that you pray with scripture. That's a great way to, to do it. And then do the same thing. You know, what's, what's God saying to me from the scripture? And if it's helpful, you can use that tool of what was the then meaning? What's the now, uh, or the timeless wisdom? And what's the now application? You may not have to use the first one or the second one. You can maybe just jump straight to the third if that works. You get a sense of what God is saying to you through the scriptures. Now, what often I will do, I like to journal. So I'll actually get out my journal and I'll write that line down. What, what do I feel God's saying to me? And then what do I do? Well, there's a great little tool. I don't use it all the time, but I have found it very helpful. There's a little mnemonic, a little uh, acronym. ACTS, A-C-T-S, that I have found very helpful. And the A-C-T-S stands for adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, and supplication. So I get the sense of what God is saying to me. Columba, quit all your judgments. Okay, great. And then I can use these four tools. I don't have to use them in that order, but I can use these four tools to help the conversation and to bring me to closer union, heart connection with God. Probably in this one, I might start off with contrition. Contrition means sorry saying sorry. A line like that, you know, stop ju judging, don't judge and you will not be judged. That's probably going to get me conscious straight away of, you know what, I do this all the time. I do this to myself. I judge myself harsher, Lord, sometimes than you judge me. And I'm really sorry. And I'll just have a little examination of my heart. A lot of the saints say a great way to start your prayer time is just examine your heart. We do it at every mass, right? We examine our, our conscience and we just say sorry. This isn't to beat ourselves up it's not the spirit of condemnation that God has. It sometimes is the spirit of conviction. It's like, ooh. But it's conviction to come back to a really, really merciful, loving Father that you have. Let these things come up and then joyfully give them away. Say, I'm sorry, that's not, that's not me. That's not the one I want to be. I want to be a person of, of total love. So it's just turning away from that and turning towards him. So I'll spend some time there. I might thank him. Like, thanks for bringing this up. I, I do need to grow in this. Thank you, Lord, that you are the perfect example of this, that you said yourself, you did not come to judge, but to save or something like that. That you are so kind and merciful and that now during my, our living years is the time of mercy. At the end of our life, the time for mercy will be over. It's like the, the music stops and we 
how are you doing? Because you've, you've made a decision on your life. So now is the time that we can change during these years of your life. So take that time and just, I just want to thank him. That's what I would do. Just thank him, Lord, for your incredible mercy that you, who are the only one who could rightly and accurately judge me, do not judge me, but you call me towards love. I just thank you that you're so kind. If that speaks to your heart, just you can stay there. You don't need to go over onto the other ones. Supplication. I might ask him if, if I move to. You don't have to do this stuff, but if you're moved to, I, you could ask him. And often I put the supplication at the end, actually. I find that works. But I'll ask him for the grace. What's the grace I need? I need the grace to, to let go of judging. Because sometimes when I judge, guys, I'm making myself God. I'm not listening to Jesus when I'm judging, often. I'm listening to my ego and I'm looking at other people particularly, but also looking at myself. Oh, they're so, oh my gosh, I can't believe. There they go again. Uh-huh. Oh. And I want to change them. I want to fix them. I'm, I'm playing God. So anyway, there you go. I'm preaching, preach mode. This is prayer, not preaching, Columbo. And I would just ask God, please give me that grace to, uh, to let go of judgment and just to love people, to really accept them as they are and to leave the changing and the judging to you in your right time, that, that Lord, that you would convict them if they need that, but that uh, you just reveal to other people your love and let me be your, your compassion, your kindness, your mercy in people's lives. To meet me would be like meeting you, Jesus. That'd be beautiful. And again, if you're moved, stop and just hang out there. If you have a sense of some consolation, love, joy, peace, that kind of stuff, just enjoy it and say the thing again that helped spark that consolation. Because the Lord, when you get those consolations and that, that gentleness, that peace, that, that joy, it's, it's the touch of God's hand, touching your heart, feeding you. So let him feed you. Stay there. But if you don't get anything much, you can uh, you can go on to the other one. Uh, adoration, of course. That's usually where I kind of start off, to be honest, guys. Because when, when I get a word in scripture, it's like God's revealing something about himself, not just saying something to me. And sometimes I just adore him for that he has revealed himself, that he is alive. Because getting a word from scripture is an experience of the risen Jesus. Because only a risen Jesus could really livingly speak to my, my experience today. It's one of the greatest ongoing miracles in my life, how it fits into my life. And I just adore him. Now, what, what does that mean? It's not Thanksgiving. Adoring, it's kind of like praising him. It's about him. We say that about babies, right? Oh, you're adorable. And then we, we do the, we, we adore them. We're like, oh, just to do that is, it's to see them and their goodness and to see that it is good and to say it is good. And just because it's good, just because this baby is good, I'm just saying that and I'm enjoying that. Oh, your little fingers and the, the nose. You are enjoying their goodness. Do that with Jesus. Adore him. Even if it's not baby Jesus, you know, it's full grown Jesus, glorious <gasps> Jesus. Just to adore him. Oh, you're so good for speaking to me through the Bible. You're so good for giving me this Bible that I can read, that I know you, that I believe. I just adore you. You're so good. Again, if you're moved, stay there. Camp out like the Israelites hanging out with God in the desert. Be with him. Just to be with him is the goal in prayer. Enjoy God as best you can. Now, sometimes you don't enjoy it. You don't get any consolation. You get desolation. It's uh, dry as a bone. By the way, to understand consolation and desolation, I have another video, hopefully linked somewhere in this video, down below in the comments. And sometimes it's not pretty and then just, that's okay. Sometimes I call a friend and, you know, it's okay. But it's not like, yay, oh, it's the best phone call ever. No, sometimes it's just touch and base and just, just touch base. And even if it doesn't really move you, that's okay. It moves God. 
And he is greatly glorified and honored and pleased by your faithfulness, by your friendship. It's friendship, fair weather friends, fair weather fans. Mm-mm, not great. You know, it's, oh, it's only if Liverpool are winning every single game that I'm a Liverpool fan. Not claiming to be a fan of any particular team or advocate for that. Just saying if I was, maybe. I don't watch football. Don't even know what my point was there. <laughs> yeah, don't be a fair weather friend of Jesus. Be a bad weather one as well. Whatever the weather is, turn up to prayer and love him. Let him love you. I hope that's helpful. God bless you. Bye.